Welcome to this podcast from MyHR Toolkit, the HR software platform for small businesses. In this episode, based on a webinar, MyHR Toolkit Chief Technology Officer Kit Barker discusses the importance of data backups and best practices for your business. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to get new episodes when they're released and check out our business webinars and guides on myhrtoolkit.com. Good morning, everybody. Just to introduce myself, I'm Juliette Passam. I'm one of the customer relationship managers here at My HR Toolkit, and I'd like to welcome you all to today's webinar. So today we're going to look at backing up business data, how and how often. What we're going to cover is how often businesses should be backing up their data and the best methods for backup, amongst other important aspects of business data storage and security. Now, at the end of the session, we should have time for some question and answers. Just a bit of housekeeping. I would like to clarify that today's session is offering general, not legal advice and will be based on the information available as of today. So I'm just going to hand over to our guest speaker this morning. So just to introduce him, um, this is Kit Barker and Kit is my HR Toolkit's Chief Technology Officer. Thanks very much, Kit. Thanks, Juliet. Uh, welcome, everyone, to this webinar. We're going to cover what backup is, what it isn't, and how to go about developing a solid strategy for, for your business. So why should we back up? Why should you back up your data? Backup can be complex, it can be confusing, and it can be expensive. So why should we bother? Well, simply put, you are going to experience some level of data loss. Your laptop might get lost or stolen. Um, you might your hard drive is going to break at some point. Your dog eat my, uh, might eat your USB drive. Um, it happens to everyone and it's an in inevitability. So we are going to lose data. Sometimes that data might not be particularly valuable. If I lost access to my downloads folder, for example, well, there's no problem with that. I'll just re-download the files. But what if I lost access to my email or as a business, we lost access to all of our SharePoint? The consequences for us uh, would be huge. So also you, you might operate in a, a regulated environment or have some accreditation. Um, and there's also a legal obligation to look after and back up certain types of data. So the GDPR will talk about personal identifiable information and the uh, availability, sorry, uh, criteria that will state that you have to ensure that data is protected. And that's going to include backup. The worst case scenario is in a total disaster, your business might fail if you lose access to all of your data. So uh, hopefully that shows that actually backup is important and we should all be considering that. So what should we be backing up? It's really not practical to back up literally every piece of data that you possess. So we're going to have to decide what is important to your business. And to do that, we're going to have to do a simple audit of your business data sit down, have a bit of a brainstorming session and think about all the types of data that you, you hold. Once you've got an idea of all those pieces of data, you're going to have to ask yourself, where is this data kept? Is it on a PC? Is it on a server? Is it on a mobile phone? How critical is this data to my business? If you lost access to it, what would happen? Then finally, to consider how likely is that to happen? Essentially, what we're doing there is we're doing a, a very simple audit and risk assessment. We can then audit that list. Anything that would cause significant impact to your business, if it was unavailable, definitely needs to be covered in your backup. 
Uh, one thing to note is that as you're auditing your data, particularly where your data uh, is kept, you're probably going to notice that your data is really, really widely dispersed. So you might have some data on a mobile phone. It might be on a, some laptops. It could be on desktop PCs. It could be on a server, a shared office drive. There might be someone storing data on USB sticks. It's going to be all over the place. Ensuring that any backup solution covers all of those locations is going to be really problematic. So this is where uh, a centralized cloud-based storage solution can really help. So products such as Microsoft uh, 365 with SharePoint and OneDrive, Google Drive or Dropbox, they, they really help by providing that single location for all of your business data. Of course, having that solution isn't enough. You really need to back that up with business policies and procedures uh, and staff training. Just because you have SharePoint, people will still store stuff uh, all over the place. So you've really got to train your staff and encourage them to use any solution that you have. But anything you can do to reduce the number of locations that you have for your data is going to make backup much, much simpler. So we talked about cloud storage solutions. So you might be thinking, great, I already use SharePoint. I already use Dropbox. So all of my data is already in the cloud. I'm good. Yeah. Well, potentially, but also potentially not. We really need to consider what the point of a backup is. So technically, a backup could be defined as a copy of a file or data that is made in case that the original is lost or damaged. You need to consider various scenarios that the backup is offering protection for. And they're going to cover things like accidental mistakes and deletions, ransomware attacks, corruption of, of, of data and, and, and data loss, but also uh, loss of access to that particular data, whether or not it's your network goes down and you can't get access to your, to your server, or you could be locked out of your cloud storage provider. And so those, those are the scenarios that, some of the scenarios that we're looking to protect against with a backup. And cloud storage solutions, such as, uh, as you said, Microsoft 365, Google Drive or Dropbox, they do a really excellent job of ensuring that your data is available and durable. What does that mean? Well, availability is, is probably the simplest to understand. And essentially that is talking about, can I access my data when I need it? So is it available when I need it? Google Cloud Storage for uh, reference here, they're all pretty similar than the major cloud storage providers. Google Cloud Storage will have a typical availability of 99.99% on a monthly basis. That means that your data might be unavailable for less than four minutes a month. And that's likely to be out, out of office hours, seen as there are less office hours than there are hours in the day. So potentially there's a very small window when your data may not be available. Durability, that talks about how accurately is my data stored and, and, and retrieved? So can my data be retrieved accurately? Google Cloud Storage offers a durability of 99.999999999%. Now, that is a lot of nines. Um, in English, what that means is if you were to store 10 million files, you might expect to lose one through corruption every 10,000 years. That, I mean, that is staggering. I mean, to replicate that level of availability and durability in-house, 
say 10 years ago when that was the only option, that's going to be incredibly expensive and it's going to require a lot of management. So cloud storage providers, they do an excellent job of making sure that your data is available and it's durable. But does that mean that using a cloud solution is the same as having a good backup? Well, the answer is, is no, because the cloud storage solution, they don't cover all of those scenarios that we were talking about. They don't offer much protection against large scale changes that you might experience in say a ransomware attack where a virus encrypts all of your files or, or you have the, there's a malicious actor, a disgruntled employee wants to delete all of your SharePoint files and then empty the trash. While cloud providers will offer version history, so they'll offer really good version history, but that's really to protect against accidental mistakes and deletions because it's all file-based. If you were to try and recover from a ransomware attack using those tools, you would have to restore every file individually. And quite clearly for something like SharePoint, that's gonna be tedious and laborious. And so whilst it's possible in theory, in practice, it's not really offering much protection there. There's also potential problems with your cloud storage provider. We, we hear lots of stories about say, aggressively handling unpaid invoices. A lot of these uh, tools have completely automated solutions. So you, you move office, you change your credit card, whatever, and a payment can't be made. There's lots of stories of people being very quickly um, locked out of their account with no access to their data. There's also the possibility of you losing access to your account due to a phishing attack. If you're an administrator and you follow a, a suspicious link and someone gets access to your data and gets access to your account, they could lock, out, lock you out from that. Th those are scenarios where cloud storage really doesn't offer you a lot of protection. Using a cloud storage provider offers a lot of benefit, but it's not the same as in and of itself, it isn't the same as a good backup strategy. So what is a good backup strategy? Well, not all strategies are created equal. Um, there's lots of bad strategies out there. And again, there's lots of horror stories of, of people who've uh, large organizations who you think should have these bases covered, who who lose vast amounts of data because their backup strategy has failed catastrophically at times. And so we need to consider what is a good strategy. Uh, a backup strategy doesn't exist on its own. Backup should be part of a business continuity plan or a BCP or a disaster recovery plan. So they don't exist on their own and they need to be within the broader context of how does your business cope with recovery from a disaster. There are really four main points here that we're going to talk about what a good strategy uh, would have or uh, would be. They're frequent, will be tested, be secure, and they're going to be time limited. So we'll talk about each of those in, in order. Yeah. So a good backup should be frequent. How frequent? Well, we need to consider what your desired recovery point objective, RPO, that is something that's used in, in backup terms. What that is, is it's the maximum amount of data expressed in time that you could lose in the event of a failure. So for example, if you uh, take a weekly backup and just before that backup is due to run again, 
there's some disaster and all of your data is wiped and you need to recover from your last backup. At that point, you will have lost a week's worth of data. So in that case, your RPO, your recovery point objective is one week. A one week RPO may be fine. You can have different backup frequencies for different classes of data. Like I said, there isn't a one size fits all. It really depends on your data and how frequently it changes. Some things, for example, if you have taken a backup of your online presence of your website, unless there's any dynamic content on there, it might not change that often. And so uh, an RPO of one week might be totally sufficient. That might be completely fine because your data just doesn't change. However, if you're backing your email or your customer information, that is likely to change much more frequently. And losing a week's worth of data probably isn't a good thing. So really, you should be aiming for an RPO of, of a day for those frequently changing data. Some things, it might even be more than that. At MyHR Toolkit, our database is replicated in real time to multiple locations, but also we take snapshots every hour because that data changes very frequently. So you've got to consider your, your, your RPO. The good, good thing there is many of the tools that you would use for taking a backup will do these auto, automatically. So whilst in, increasing the frequency that you take a backup really shouldn't have much add much complexity to your to your solution. It might cost a little bit more, but essentially it doesn't add any complexity. So that's good news. So this is really, really key. A good backup is tested. You, you really can't assume that just because you've taken a backup that it works. And so you have to test that. Um, so that would be literally doing a restore from that data. There's also a possibility that just because you, if you do that once, then you can't assume that that backup is always going to work. There's going to be changes to your processes and systems. The data that you store, the locations that you store it in, it's going to change over time. So we can't just test it once and then forget about it. We, we have to be testing uh, frequently and, and, and regularly. We've, we've got to be testing that just to convince ourselves that it works. What we do um, at MyHR Toolkit is as part of our business continuity plan, we do test recoveries uh, every quarter. So what we will do is every quarter we run our tests on our, on our business data. Uh, we will take a, a random selection of data types and data timestamps, and we will do a restore from that and check that that data is, is there and that our process for recovering that data still works. Again, how often you do that quarterly is generally generally fine, but again, it depends on how frequently your processes would change. The key is, is that you've just got to be aware that just because you've taken a backup, you can't assume that it works. So a good backup is also secure. We're not just talking about encryption here, although that is part of it that we'll talk about. Your backups also need backups. You, you can't, you know, even though we've tested a, a backup and we've tested it once, that is really testing our processes and testing that the process works. But our backups are still going to be stored on some kind of media and, and that might fail at some point. And what we can't assume is that, that it's going to work when we need it because failure is inevitable, unfortunately. And so thinking about when you would need a backup, well, you need a backup in a disaster scenario. The last thing you need in a disaster scenario is 
for your backup to fail. So it's really important that we back up our backups. And there's various approaches to this. Probably the most common one is something called the three, two, one approach. There are also other strategies um, that end up sounding like uh, team sport formations, like a three, three, two or a four, three, one. Essentially what they're talking about is having multiple copies of your data in multiple locations and on multiple devices. So the three, two, one approach is saying you should have three copies of your data on two different devices or media types with at least one offsite location. That might sound complex and difficult to manage, but again, if, we, if you're using a tool for your backups, then many providers will offer some sort of version of this um, and make it easy to do that. It's just something to be aware of to make sure that if you're either handling backup yourself or you're choosing a backup provider, that you can ask these questions. Do they offer a three, two, one approach? At MyHR Toolkit, we, we do, again, we do this for, for different levels of data. Our customer files, any files that customers upload to Toolkit, they are copied multiple times on, on our storage platform at Google, but they're also taken offsite and stored on Amazon Web Services on a different media in a different location. So that's how we would, would cover that. That's automated in our tool set. Uh, your backups also need to be encrypted um, and you need to think about permissions and access, particularly if you're taking a backup offsite. With, with your current data, whether or not it's mailboxes, whether or not it's SharePoint folders and directories, you're going to have a permission structure in there. There's no one person probably that has access to literally everything. But when you take backups, quite often those permissions, they're, they're not copied across to your backups. Um, and you can end up with a situation where whoever is controlling your backups literally has all the keys to the kingdom, has all the access to all of your data. So you've really got to think about making sure that the access to your backups is, is protected and that anything you take off site particularly always should be, should be encrypted. So that's something that is, is especially important for anything, like I said, that you're taking off site or that you're using a third party provider for. Finally, a good backup is going to be time limited. So we've got to think about data lifecycle here. So it might seem strange, but we can't keep backups for, forever. Some things such as the GDPR, um, the storage limitation will say that any personally identifiable information you should only keep for as long as you need it. So you can't just take a backup uh, and leave it forever because the GDPR storage limitation includes backups. On the other side of it, there may be other regulatory requirements that say you should keep certain data for a certain length of time, like six years, seven years or, or whatever. So again, you have to understand what data is in your backup and really think about how long you should be keeping it for. This is more of an issue now because storage is very cheap. And so it is easy to keep things forever. Yeah, you've got to think about that. And there are plenty of tools, again, that would automate that. So you can set up how many backups should I keep of this type or how long should I keep them for? They will then automate that process and will ensure that you're not having to manually try and delete things. If you're doing that, you're going to forget something. You might be in, in, in trouble if you're found to be storing personal information 
many years after you need it or, or whatever. So we've got to think about that life cycle. And so th those, those four points, they are the basis of any good backup strategy. In summary, that is, that is very much a whistle-stop tour of good backup strategies. There is, is a lot in there. But in summary, uh, cloud storage providers are excellent for availability and durability and for a single location for all your data. But as to, in terms of a full backup strategy, they are not sufficient in and of themselves. To get a sufficient and a more robust plan, you have to be thinking about disaster scenarios. And these are going to be uh, there might be some common ones, but largely they, they might be specific to your, your business. So considering those disaster scenarios that you're protecting against, auditing your data, understanding what data you hold and what the impacts of that data loss would be. Once you have a, a plan, a strategy, it really needs integrating it into a, a broader disaster recovery plan that really talks about what happens when a disaster strikes, who's going to be recovering this data, how they're going to be recovering it, um, and understanding how you recover from that. So backup is part of it, but it's not the whole thing. It needs to sit within a broader disaster recovery plan. And then for any backup plan, you need to make sure that it is it's frequent, it's tested, it's secure, and it's time limited. With those, those things, you'd really have the basis of a, a really solid and robust backup strategy, which Hopefully you'd never need to implement it, but if you do, you'd be a lot more confident that actually you're going to recover from that disaster and be uh, and, and minimise the impact of anything. Like I said, that feels like a very quick uh, overview. Uh, any specific questions or? Thank you very much, Kit. Um, yeah, don't forget if you've got any questions that Kit can help answer for you while you've got him with us, then please drop them in the Q&A box for us. Um, there's one question coming so far, Kit. This is from Helen. And Helen asks, where and how is the data stored on um, my HR toolkit stored? And how can it be retrieved in the case of an accidental deletion? Okay, so that's specifically about the MyHR Toolkit system. So where the data is stored, our primary data centers are in Belgium, um, inside the EEA. So that's where all of our web services are, uh, are stored. Our backups, our offsite backups are taken to Amazon Web Services, which are in London. Um, so that's where the data is physically stored. So our, our data backup for MyHR Toolkit as a whole is for MyHR Toolkit level disasters. So in the case of an accidental deletion, there may be tools within, depending on what data it is you're deleting, there might be tools in MyHR Toolkit which allow you to recover from there. We, in some places, there are what we call soft deletions. So we could, could recover that. But generally speaking, if you were to accidentally delete a lot of information from, from Toolkit, delete a document that you've uploaded. We will try and prevent that happening in the first place by providing warnings to that, but it would only be in very limited cases, being honest, is if a customer was to delete a particular file and say, I want access to that particular file, we could get access to it, but it'd be very, very difficult or very time consuming to do so. Our backup that we take is primarily around MyHR Toolkit uh, levels backup. So our web services becoming available or our database becoming corrupt. In terms of individual user level, there's 
protection in app and there's audit of changes and there's all those sort of things. But yes, there's, there's not a complete rollback or, on those things. Thank you, Kit. Um, another question here from John. Are there any companies you would recommend for the backup package? Yeah, so there are lots of good companies. It really depends on what platforms and what services uh, you use and where you store your data. If it's on a more of a, a traditional server and you're not using many cloud providers, there's different types of, of services where, or whether or not you're using uh, Microsoft 365, again, something everything that's cloud-based, there are different packages. For Microsoft 365, uh, we use something called Veeam, V-E-E-A-M. Uh, -E uh, that backs up our entire Microsoft uh, 365 platform. So SharePoint and uh, Outlook and the whole lot. That backs that up and that is very good. That would be classed, I guess, as one of the industry standard platforms out there for, for that. There are also other providers, Barracuda, Acronis, uh, if you've got cloud-based services, there's companies, more modern companies called Backblaze. So th there's, there's a lot of ones out there, but it will really depend on the, the platform that you're using. If you're using Microsoft 365, I can recommend Veeam. We use them and it is a very good, very simple, and it's a very cheap service as well. A lot of these cloud-based providers are really very cheap. I think off the top of my head, I think Veeam costs us something like the standard price is like, two pounds per user per month, really for the protection that it offers, it's, it's excellent value. Thank you very much, Kit, and thanks for John for the question. Um, another question just dropped in here from Ian. Are we able to generate our own locally held backup of our HR toolkit data? As a whole, so can you click a button and say backup all of my data? No, that's not something that we currently offer. Pretty much every part of toolkit will have export functionality so that you can create exports of various types of data but no it's, it's not possible to to, to get a, uh, a locally held copy of, of all of your data in in one place thanks kit thanks ian i can just see there's one in the chat that says where would you recommend backing up emails? I have Microsoft 365, this is by Shelley. Um, I have Microsoft 365, so my emails are backed up with them, but don't have any other backup. So when you say that your emails are backed up with them, this, is, this comes back to the understanding what the cloud storage provider is offering. So uh, Microsoft will have very, very good durability of their data. If, if, if you're just using their standard platform, if you've not got any... Um, additional backup in there. Their servers will be backed up. Their, their storage platform will be very, very robust. But similarly to how we back things up at MyXR Toolkit, if you were to say to Microsoft, we've had a problem, please could you restore my mailbox to how it was last week? We've had a load of deletions. They're unlikely to be able to do that. That's why you need an extra backup to take those snapshots. We use, like I said, we use Veeam. That covers all of the Microsoft 365. So emails are in, uh, included in that. So we can restore our emails or any mailbox from a, to a particular time point. So yeah, so I, I would recommend looking at something like the, the, the Veeam backup for that. Because like I say, just because it's in Microsoft 365, whilst it's robust and it's durable and it's available, it's probably not backed up in the same way that, that, you, that you think it, it might be. So going back to the list of disaster scenarios, think about what could possibly happen 
and then ask yourselves, talk to Microsoft, talk to your third party uh, IT support provider, if you have one, to say in these scenarios, how, would my data be, would, would it be protected with Microsoft 365? Undoubtedly, there's probably going to be some gaps there where you may need to then look at um, an extra service on top of that. Thank you very much, Kit. So if nobody has any further questions, I think we will bring that Q&A session to an end. I'd just like to really thank Kit for his time and expertise um, regarding this subject. So I'd just like to thank everybody very much for your time today and um, have a great day. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this My Hate to Talk It podcast. For more information and access to more of our business webinars and resources for SMEs, head over to myhatetalkit.com or find us on LinkedIn and Twitter.